<laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Welcome to Spelt Lore. My name is Sean O'Hara. And with me today are players Abdul. Hello. Jessica. Hi. And special guest player, our technical producer, Wes. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> today we are without our um, elven friend, Ving slash Paul is not here. So we are playing a little flashback side quest into the previous adventures of Tuck and Billy. Um, can we hear the theme song for previous adventures of Tuck and Billy? Yeah. yeah. Wes? This is, well, yeah. Uh, it's uh, also like also known as Spout Lore Origins or Spout Lore Origins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spout Lore Origins colon beginnings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuck and Billy edition. Yeah, Tuck and Billy edition colon Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like a side, it's like a side thing. It's yeah. out of the canon, but it still factors into it like Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Um, Welcome to Spell Origins, sponsored by L'Oreal Paris. <laughs> Love the skin you're in. So when when in the principalities or out of the principalities mm-hmm. is this happening? And uh, it is probably just a few weeks after Tuck and Billy meet for the first time. Mm-hmm. So after the jackalope incident, when Tuck kind of accidentally adopts a small child, <laughs> uh, or at least doesn't tell a small child to leave. I like I because I can't tell the age. You, it's not easy to tell mm-hmm. the age of halflings. So I was like, I'm going on this quest. Do you want to come with me? He was like, Yeah. And then days later, I find out that he's a kid. <laughs> he's nine. I'm like, old. Wait, did do you have parents? Okay, so this, so this may or may not be before you know he's a child. Oh yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Sounds good to me. I guess we'll find sure. out. Mm-hmm. All right. So Tuck and Billy. You've been traveling for about two days through a fairly wooded area, like pretty thickly forested oak trees mm-hmm. and stuff like that. On your way to, where do you think you're going? Um, I have a quest waiting for me in a town uh, on the other side of this wood. Mm-hmm. But my real reason for going there is to get an album signed by a... Uh, uh, a heavy metal guitarist that lost both arms. <laughs> <laughs> he signs with his mouth and feet. Yeah, that would make sense. So it's all he has left. Mm-hmm. Metal for life. Uh, so you've been walking through this forest and you have some food, but not much. And you're realizing that this uh, small halfling is a lot hungrier than you expected and is pretty frequently asking for more food. So that is the situation you are in. What is, what are Tuck and Billy doing to while away the time while walking through this forest? I'm reading him the track list off the back flap of the album. Did you do that real quick? Okay. Uh, the, uh, blood face. Blood feet. Uh, wrinkles are never going to happen to me. Uh, rage face. And then in parentheses, is not my name. <laughs> <laughs> How does Billy feel about this? Uh, Billy has been just been complaining for uh, several hours. I'm so hungry and my tummy hurts. I'm tired. I won't walk so far. Where are we going? Are we there yet? Billy, you catch a whiff of something that smells delicious. It smells sweet and smoky oh my god it's fire bees whoa what what's a fire bee um well they're kind of like bumblebees except they're um on fire (laughs) (laughs) 
And but like they survive while they're on fire? Kind of. They burn up really slowly, but they mate really fast. So the smoke that drifts off of them oh, it has like a... smells like honey a little bit. And they're really angry all the time. Yeah. So like their honey is really prized, but it's hard to get. Yeah. Okay. And if they make their nests in, in, in like a walnut tree, you get naturally honey roasted walnuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty sick, actually. Yeah. <laughs> They're the cause of most forest fires. <laughs> they also burn a lot of trees. How many different kinds yeah. of fucking bee do we have now? We have bumble snakes. <laughs> we have fire bees. Oh. Uh, there's yeah. water bees as well, but they're underwater. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> there's, Jessica's saying there's water bees as well, but you don't see them much because they're underwater. Yeah. <laughs> also, a lot of people call them fish. <laughs> That's a common misunderstanding. Because <laughs> these, they do have wings. They look like fins, but yeah, they're wings. The meanest seahorses. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of being black and yellow or black and red, they're black and blue. Nice. Or like a green, like a teal. Black Anyways. Teal. So you smell that coming through the trees. What do you do? Um, well, I toddle through the grass while, <laughs> while Tuck continues to read off his CD. You're just kind of following behind. Yeah. Billy, and now you're in the forest. Yes. Yeah. And so this track, the reason why it's so good, it's because it's a track of just silence. Um, and then this track is uh, it's also silence, but it's bassier. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's just like underbrush. Yep. Like trees and bushes and bracken and all that sort of stuff. Well, I guess I've already walked this far, and then I look behind me, and the path is like 10 feet away, but <laughs> I'm not going to waste that exercise, so no, I keep you... going, I guess. So it's a few, like maybe 10 minutes into the forest, and you're like, where is this smell coming from? And uh, you pass a clump of trees, and you realize you're on the edge of like a hollow in the ground that's pretty big. It It goes out for maybe like a hundred feet on either side in like a big circle and it falls down about 20 25 feet and nestled in the bottom of this giant hollow is a building and it looks like a, an amalgamation of a couple buildings there's a big one and then there's a little smaller one that's a bit taller and then there's a couple small storehouses and then you actually see rows of boxes along one side of the hollow uh, that have swarms of lightly glowing and smoking fire bees buzzing mm. around them and there's smoke coming out of various uh, various sizes of smoke stack here and there on the large building and there's like kind of figures milling about uh, in different parts of the of the hollow and it smells amazing wow billy you found an apiary there is you see a little path uh, about 30 feet to one side that goes down the hollow to the floor. Is hollow the right word? Is it a dell? What's Maybe. a dell? Dell close? A dale? A dell? A dale. Could be a dale. Is it know. rolling in the deep? Um, okay, well, my I'm gonna... name's Adele, and I love to make music. And when I sing about some of the things I do, my name's Adele, and I'm from New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> so, a uh, crater. Cool. <laughs> A big depression in the ground. Yeah, small. It, Twenty-five feet is probably an underestimate because it was deep enough that you didn't see the building until you reached the edge of this. Okay. Well, cliff. I my focus is definitely not on the buildings. 
my focus right now is assembling a costume to uh, camouflage myself so that the bees don't see me or like really like okay. sense Billy, my presence. So I'm down to help you with whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I want to understand your logic here. Um, you're gonna disguise yourself from the bees, but not from the people. <laughs> Where what people? There are figures. What? I said there were figures milling about oh the, the outside of the buildings. I'm sorry. My hunger has caused like, t- some sort of tunnel vision. Okay. <laughs> Wait, okay, I'm I... going to have to rethink this costume. Wait, I can, uh, can I ask more questions about the hole? Yeah, of course. Uh, how many feet across is it? Uh, far. Like, it's big. Oh, man. Yeah. Think, how of, many... think like it's basically big enough to hold a small factory. Oh, wow. It's yeah. a factory. Well, it's a large building with smokestacks and various things. Well, you revealed that it was a fact. You know what I mean. I tricked yeah. you. you. Yeah, it was a great trick. <laughs> I feel Wow, because it wasn't obvious that it was a factory. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't make him roll for that. What a, <laughs> what a scheme. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the situation is there's a big, there's a big industrial looking building Uh in this ho- hollow. So, so we part, have... part factory and then part apiary? Yeah, there's also an apiary. Nice. Uh-huh. And it also has smokestacks. Oh, well, the bees are... Yeah, they... The little, little oh. like, bee boxes <laughs> yeah. also have, like, a tiny smokestack. You gotta, you gotta put a smokestack in a fire bee hive yeah. box or it'll just burn up. Billy, yeah. do you think there's, like, another factory inside of those boxes? <laughs> oh, I never With even that. smaller bees? <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. So I'm uh, assembling my costume. <laughs> oh, you've decided you're still going to disguise oh, from the bees? 100%. <laughs> okay, uh, so roll a spout, a spout lore. Because I want to know if Billy would actually know how to disguise... Yeah, 2d6 plus your intelligence. Six. Six, okay. Um, Which is a failure? Oh, you don't have any intelligence at no. all? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I assume you at least had well, one. Well, I'm helping him make the costume. Okay, 2d6 plus your bond with Billy. Uh, four. <laughs> so you both fail? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so you are pretty sure if you were to just like dress as a plant that the bees wouldn't see you. Okay. I remember them telling, like, hear, hearing about these, like, costumes that you had to wear, but I can't really remember the plant. I think in my head, I'm imagining a tumbleweed. Mm-hmm. So I'm assembling from the brassy stalks around me, I'm assembling essentially like a tumbleweed. <laughs> and I think I'm supposed to fit inside it, and then you kind of roll yourself towards it, and then you might even, like, gather more <laughs> <laughs> weed grass. Uh-huh. Um, and eventually, like, you'll get big enough that <laughs> you can kind of just okay. bowl into it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a standard tumbleweed <laughs> bowl maneuver. Yeah. Let's scared. make it happen. <laughs> yeah. So how and you're just helping Billy put together his tumbleweed costume? Yeah, I I'm stu- I stu- he explained it to me and I was like, "All right, my man, let's fucking get this done." <laughs> so, uh, just halfway through shoving him into this tumbleweed that we found and pushing putting more random shit mm-hmm. in it as well. I go, "Wait a minute, why are we doing this? <laughs> What's the point of all of this?" Um to make ourselves like appear one with nature like that's what i always heard and then cool that's good enough for me <laughs> <laughs> so there's sort of like a there's sort of like a, a 
a natural decline from the top of the hole that goes like around a curve to uh, get down to the bottom level. So you just you kind of have to like aim me like a little this way, but just like give it a little, a little more of an oomph. All right, I got you, my man. Mm-hmm. And I whip him down. <laughs> so you're careening down. Uh, and, I'm, and I go, accomplish whatever goal you're trying to accomplish. <laughs> and you're like, Billy, you're careening down this decline, like this natural ramp. Uh, and you're picking up a lot of speed, but then you hit the floor of the hollow near the bee boxes. You can't really tell where you are though, no, because I you're can't. spinning. I, I like am se- definitely second guessing, <laughs> telling him to throw me harder. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should have done this myself. <laughs> Maybe, but either way, the friction from being in a ball of grass on the grass and rocks and stuff. You slow down a lot faster than you expected to, <laughs> and you're still like maybe 10 feet away from any of the bee boxes, and you just stop. Billy, you're like pretty far away <laughs> from the bee boxes. Thanks, but, thanks. Uh, I deduced that myself. <laughs> uh, a figure comes out from behind one of the bee boxes with a little metal canister that has steam trailing from it in a canvas suit with like a wide-brimmed hat and a netting sort of thing around it and just walks up to you. And uh, I call down from the top of the canyon, Billy, there's a wizard coming! <laughs> Kill him! Wes, do you want to... What do these voices sound like? Uh, <laughs> hey! Uh, one of those? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sort of... Uh, kind of a cross between like uh, kind of a Don Knotts <laughs> and a Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> All right, so That's not going to be irritating for like three hours. It's is also it? not going to be irritating the two of us doing various kinds of these voices. All right. So this figure approaches Billy. They kick you a little bit with their long curly shoes <laughs> and it sort of prods you and goes, hey, what the hell is this? What are you doing in there? And they oh, start digging so in So this the, isn't me. This isn't you. Okay. Yeah, this isn't you. I'm going to hold on. <laughs> <laughs> they start digging through the the weed thing, and oh. they see your face, and they're like, what are you doing in there? I'm like- I, There's a guy in the tree up there, too. What the hell is this? Hi. The- Hi. Hi. What are you doing? Billy is just going to like be frozen, because he's like, maybe he won't see me. <laughs> He's looking you in the eyes. Okay, that they're looking you right in the eyeballs. Okay, so that didn't work. So Plan B, um, I was trying to escape, and from that guy, and I just pointed and I, I wave again. I go, "Hi, did you kidnap this child? What child? This, this child right in here. That's a halfling, man. I'm aware of what it is." Come on, just get out of there, kid. And they Aww. start pulling the clumps of your grass off. You're like, if you if you came for the tours, tours start every 15 minutes. You can just come through the front door. Oh, are okay. there refreshments? Oh, are there refreshments? This wouldn't be much of a bakery tour if there weren't, would it? <gasps> okay, so I definitely, like, I go with this man and I hold his <laughs> hand. And I'm like, please... Take me to this tour. All right, let's uh, come. It's fine. He kind of pulls his hand out of your hand a little bit. Uh, just come along. Should I climb down? Or? Yeah, just come down. Okay. Come down. 
He says, all right, come on. And he takes his uh, bee hat off. He says, just come on uh, and get ready for the finest the finest tour, the finest baking facility in all of the land. What's this place called? Uh, Elderon. Elderon? <laughs> Elderon Bakery? Yeah. Nice. I mean, if that's okay. I like it. Yeah. yeah I don't okay. know. That's fine. I like it. Uh, yep. So, and he's just going to say- Bread Co. Elderon Consolidated. Bread. No, just Bread Co. Consolidated. <laughs> I don't know. See, my thought driving down was that this was going to be an enchanted bakery that you couldn't find unless you knew the name. And that mm-hmm. was like my oh. reasoning behind never revealing the name or oh. having to come up with a name. <laughs> I see. Now, but they found it. So that doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> <laughs> magic's weird. Yeah. Magic's weird now. Um, Not magic. These are enchantments. What's oh? Because you know the wizards are gone, so it's just oh. you know. Wait, so what is the difference? Well, there's no magic anymore. Wait, yeah. but there still are enchantments. Save that's it, save it for the tour. That's the difference. Okay, yeah, save it for. The I tour. will yeah. save it for the tour. Okay, yeah. remember that question, young man. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now come come on with come on with me, and we're gonna take you on a tour of the finest bakery in the land, Eldoron Bread Co. Consolidated. Is that what you wanted? <laughs> Eldoron Bread Co. Consolidated, and then we'll so we'll cut to. Wes's character, whose what? name is, well, I mean, you can call me Grimsby. Grimsby, yeah, that's like that's what he goes by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you mean? What does that mean? Well, again, with the names. Oh, yeah. oh, are elves weird about names? Uh, elves, elves. Yeah, sorry, with an F. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so you, so you are. What's your what's what's Grimsby's job at Alderaan? Um, he's a he's like a middle manager. Mm-hmm. He's like a junior. <laughs> vice president like oh like assistant junior vice president mm-hmm. a j v p he's an a j v p a j v p yeah <laughs> gotcha which means he does a lot of paperwork mm-hmm. and like also leads the tours mm-hmm. yeah exactly it's uh, not really very presidential but like it's part of the job yeah totally yeah so grimsby's like boss one step up uh uh-huh. the Vice president? Junior vice president. But you're junior. Oh, you're associate? Assistant. Assistant junior vice president. Yeah. And so the junior vice president, yeah. whose name is? Uh, well, come on. You're not going to get it out of me that easily. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he goes by Reebok. Reebok. Yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay, so everybody, every elf uh-huh. has... A name name yeah. that they don't reveal. Well. And then they have a nickname that they go by. Yeah, a handle. Yeah, a handle. Reebok. Yeah. So Reebok comes up to your desk uh, where I imagine you're just signing sheaf after sheaf of vellum. To be honest, I've run out of things to do. So I'm basically pulling out a file <laughs> folder, like shuffling it, and then just putting it back into order. <laughs> what do elves look like? Imagine a little potato faced knobbly man with a sort of big like bulbous knobbly like nose mm-hmm. and um they've got the shoes that sort of curl up at the toe and they've got like floppy hats two to maybe two and a half feet three feet tall mm-hmm. so around yeah two two and a half feet tall great yep awesome i like it so mm-hmm. yeah uh reebok comes up to your desk and slaps a hand down on the surface near the file folder, but like casually, but like aggressively casual. <laughs> hey, Reebok. Hey, Grimsme, how's work? <laughs> uh, working hard or hardly working, you know? <laughs> I hope you're working hard. Yeah, oh, of course. We got <laughs> nose, nose to the grindstone. So we got a big shipment coming up. Okay. We got to we gotta get, you know, the 
Name a holiday for me. Oh, uh, Charles Eve. Charles Eve. All right. <laughs> Charles Eve's coming up. Oh, gotta, don't I know it? We gotta have these fire honey cookies to ready to deliver to hearths around the around the land. If we don't get these things ready by Charles Eve, well, there's gonna be a lot of sad children. Oh, well, it happens every year, and we've never failed yet. So, Grimsby, I like I like your style, and I think if you're uh, you know you're assistant junior vice president now, but if you put in the work. You get those files sorted and give your give your all on the tours. You could be associate junior vice president by next quarter. Oh well, don't uh, don't tease me, Reebok. My little heart couldn't take it. <laughs> and he, he he takes a he takes a sip out of his like steaming clay mug. He goes, "You're a good elf, Grimsby. Don't let that change." And he ambles off. All right, I I go back to like I quickly file everything away. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what was the piece of paper again? Oh no, he just put his hand on your desk. Oh, I thought yeah. he put a, he slapped another piece of paperwork. No, down. he like just slapped his hand on the desk. Like, I look for the paperwork where his hand was, and I'm relieved to find that there was none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a tube that sticks out of your desk. Nice, and it's got a little bell next to it, and the bell goes jingle jingle. And um, the tube pops open. Okay. And a voice comes out. It's like, Grimsby, we got another tour coming. (laughs) (laughs) So it does that laugh. Kind of swamped here, but I'll uh, (laughs) I'll be right down. (laughs) Yeah. So he is um, he is an elf. Elfs and elves are different. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you think that elf is what these people called themselves? They kind of exist to be useful, mm-hmm. and so they're just happy to be called whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, elves, like what uh, Ving is, mm-hmm. are, like, a more sort of, like, Tolkien-esque, like, Legolas, like, the tall, yeah. slender, mystical sort of <laughs> beings of the forest. Um, and they have, like, their own name in their own language, uh, but, like, people just call them elves because they sort of have pointy ears as well and used to wear similar shoes yeah. and, you know, sort of weird historical reasons where there was a bit of confusion and mm-hmm. yeah. But, but these yeah, are sort was, of weird. Hmm? Uh, there were like drawings of both of them, Yeah, but both like w- one drawing was close and the other one was far away. <laughs> so they looked like they were the same size. So yeah, forced perspective made them the same size. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, you're much more attractive in real life. Like they figured like the <laughs> novelliness is just the artist had like a shaky <laughs> yeah. hand and, mm-hmm. He had Parkinson's disease. Ooh. Oh, boy. Yeah. But so these the are more preeminent like... uh, f- uh, florobotanist uh, of this world is Michael J. Fox. Oh, my God. So these guys, <laughs> but like Grimsby, so Grimsby is an elf, but not the same way Ving is an elf. He's more yeah. like a Christmas elf, like a craft like, elf. Like a like sprite. A, yeah, like, like a, a helpful. S- like a cereal mascot, mm-hmm. like a, you know, yeah, on like the shelf it. type. Yeah, more of an elf on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, and so as a um I think we've still what 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 are we calling this class? Is cleric still do you think? No, not cl- clerk. Yeah. He's a clerk. clerk. He's a clerk. He's not a cleric. He's Sorry. A, Grimsby is a clerk. A clerk. Yeah. Uh so he has access to all the same basic moves. He's got stats like you do, mm-hmm. like you guys do. His so his uh class moves are practical boredom, which is when he when you have a few minutes and use materials lying around to make a useful mundane item, roll plus intelligence. 
On a 10 plus, choose two. On a seven to nine, choose one. A useful mundane item? Yeah. Okay. Like he can just use office materials mm-hmm. to sort of make whatever he needs. Okay, cool. Because uh, elves are naturally pretty innovative and what's the other word? Crafty. Crafty. Yeah. They like to craft things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the options he gets to choose are it holds up for more than one use. Uh, it's pretty handy and you take plus one forward when using it as intended <laughs> or you're able to make one for everyone. And uh, another move is seniority. So he takes plus one forward when parlaying with someone in the office structure. And the third one is company mandated first aid training, which is when you use your basic understanding of emergency medical techniques to tend an injury, you roll plus intelligence. On a 10 plus, heal 1d8. And on a 7 to 9, heal 1d8 and choose one from below. You hurt yourself in the process, taking 1d6 damage, or you waste supplies and lose this move until you have time to restock. Yeah, so those are the like class moves that he that uh, Grimsby has access to. Cool. Yeah, and so do you have anything I in uh the way of like a racial move that you want? So like Ving has the or er, uh, <laughs> Tuck has the um Tuck has the outsider, which or Outlander, which means that he can tell a story and get a piece of experience. And Billy has the halfling move, which is plus one when using thrown weapons. Mm-hmm. So yes. do you have anything that Grimsby might want? Uh, a bonus to hiding. Either okay. the ability to hide or the bonus to hide. It's sort of yeah. an enchanted kind of hiding. Where gotcha. it's like Even areas where there isn't necessarily much cover, he's just able to sort of like slip into an sight. area that, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so maybe like a plus one to define danger for like hiding reasons. For hiding specifically, yeah. yeah. Like cool. he knows when people are not looking. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I like it. Great. Works for me. And then, like, for, like, starting equipment, um, as well as, like, the, like, his mm-hmm. sort of little hat and his boots and stuff, uh, he also comes with office supplies, which are mm-hmm. sort of his equivalent of adventuring gear. Mm-hmm. Where, like, adventuring <laughs> gear, you, like, when you use it, you choose what it becomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for office supplies, it's the same thing, but it's, like, staplers or stamps <laughs> or yeah. paper or stuff like that. Totally. Which comes in handy with the um, practical boredom. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And is there anything... I guess he probably doesn't have a weapon of any kind. No, he kind of has to practically be bored with some yeah. like, paper clips and totally. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. rubber bands. All right, I like it. Uh, so yeah, you guys have been taken into the front entrance of this building, and there's a big sign uh, on the back wall that says Elderon Consolidated Bread Company Consolidated Breadco Breadco Elderon Breadco. Uh, Tuck, you can read that. Billy, you can't read that at all. You just see a lot of people stumbling around. And there's like a there's a case on one side that has this beautiful golden brown cookie in it, and like stylized fire bees on either side, and uh, there's little portraits like hand drawn, hand painted portraits of like the the same kind of figures, but uh, seemingly a longer time ago. Things are more like it's like a a stone bake like a stone kitchen with a little furnace and there's like these little people kind of toiling away in this kitchen making baked things and leaving them in fireplaces and kids and families like joyously opening them and wait is there a real cookie inside yeah there's a real cookie in the case billy has slammed his face up against (laughs) it (laughs) it's like kind of licking the glass it's like breathing hard on it Long like mist. <laughs> so the the bee the beekeeper comes up and is like, I know, right? Delicious. <laughs> I know the fire bee honey cake is 
this company's greatest achievement and has remained our most popular item for all of Charles Eve for centuries. Do you think I can have a sample? Oh, there will be plenty of time for samples, my young friend. <sighs> now I'm just going to turn you over to, what's the receptionist's name? Uh, Linda. Linda. Well, she goes by she Linda. She goes by Linda. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she's like you can call her Linda. <laughs> <laughs> this kind and the, so um, yeah, Linda. He's like Linda. will uh, set you up with a tour of this fine facility, and there will be samples aplenty. Now I got to get back to work. Those fire bees aren't gonna miss themselves, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and he kind of squirts his bottle and goes like, pss, pss. <laughs> missed him. You gotta. Pss, pss. Anyway. <laughs> throws his hat on and ambles out the door yeah so grimsby you wander back or you come down the stairs uh from the third floor and come out in the lobby where there is an enormous person Mm -hmm. and a very small child that is wearing a raccoon skin no not wearing a raccoon skin because you stole that from stole that from oh yeah i'm covered in grass covered in grass yeah maybe i'm like in a squirrel thing (laughs) it's just like a couple squirrels does it give you the power of flight? No. Just, can we just I'm add that? a little too heavy. I'm like feeling pretty sensitive about that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so a little child and an enormous person. <laughs> Hi there. Hello. We're going to have to go through the loading dock. Cool. What? Uh, anyway, <laughs> you're a big fella. Uh, sorry, allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> Uh, my name's, well, you can call me Grimsby. Okay, Grimsby. Uh, I'll be your uh, tour guide for the day. <laughs> cool. Uh, my, I'm, T- I'm Tuck. All right. Taco- you can call me Tacoma. Hello, Tacoma. Hi. Good to meet you. Uh, I'm th- I'm Fat Billy. <laughs> In ca- you can call me. You sure are. I know. <laughs> wow. You're very quick to just talk about how people look <laughs> well we i mean we don't get a lot of visitors here we we have a very open visitor policy once you're in the pit but uh let me just say not a lot of people happen to find the pit in the first place how many tours do you give oh <laughs> well uh i couldn't really disclose <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm basically just gonna tell you where you are in the tour. Okay. And then I want you to give a quick little So first part so... is basic historical overview. All right. Yeah. Which is like the pictures on the wall and the cookie and stuff. Mm-hmm. So tell them a little bit about the start of uh Elderon Breadco. All right. Uh so you got your lanyards from Linda, I see. Okay, looks good. We're all ready to go. Everything you filled in your uh your waivers? Uh, your liability waivers? Yes. Uh, I can't write, so... He put a handprint on Yes. His. Oh, okay, I see. Good I just enough. Li- licked my hand. Good enough for me. <laughs> yes, he put a handprint on his. I drew uh, my favorite album cover on mine. Beautiful. Thanks. Beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. All right, everything's in order. We're in good shape here. We're in good shape. <laughs> Okay, so if you'll start here in the lobby, uh, here we are in our our forward atrium, which is really going to be the easiest place for you guys to get around. Uh, We don't normally, we didn't design this for people quite of your magnitude. (laughs) 
you'll bend down here and take a look at these these photos we've got, these historical documents. Uh, now, as you know, uh, elves were created initially by the wizards as their sort of their assistants and to do their dirty work, uh, any hands-on sort of manufacturing that they did not want to do themselves. Uh, so... Um, this area, and as as you know as well, wizards really loved cookies. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Well, that's weird. I thought everyone knew no, that. No, I didn't know that either. Everyone I know knows that. Well, <laughs> I didn't... <Are> you fucking idiots. <laughs> I didn't... I never understood why it was part of the tour package, but... Uh, well, uh, I mean, everyone you know is, I assume, an elf. Oh, yeah. So... Oh, of course. What do you think that that tells you about shared experience? We have one. Yes. And so? So we all know <laughs> our history. <laughs> I'm surprised that you don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. You know, you know what a wizard is. Yes. It's a, the, back when magic was in the land, uh -huh. it was controlled by men and some women called wizards uh-huh yeah sort of let them do stuff non-physical but there were limitations you see so they created created wizards little helpers uh elves and that's what we are what were the limitations on magic yeah <laughs> well it took a lot of energy and so if there was like a lot of just repetitive grunt work uh, something that required a fine degree of motor accuracy or, or just moving objects over long distances uh, over and over. Um, magic was really better suited to one-off creative tasks. Okay. Did yeah. you guys get paid? What? Um. Uh, we got existence. Okay. That's pretty good for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not complaining. Were you slaves? What's a slave? Um... So, if someone owns you and forces you to do stuff for no money, then you're a slave. I'm not following you. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe I'm not making myself clear. Uh, you see, when the wizards left, we just kept making stuff. That's what we like to do. That's what we were created to do. Now, I, I don't understand that there's no use of force here. There's no coercion. No one's holding a gun to our head, especially now that the wizards are gone. We just, we just need something to do. Okay. We love making cookies and <laughs> toys up north and uh, glass artifacts out in the desert. And Wait, what? <laughs> what glass artifacts? Little vials and some clay work and uh, tiles, mosaics. Cool. You know, uh, lamps, uh, bottles. Okay. There's, a, there's uh, a water pipes. There's a group that makes shoes in a nearby city. Yeah, yeah. Uh, down. Uh, you know, down down near. There's a block. There's a guy walking by. <laughs> hey, also shoes. Yeah. Oh, cool. Th thanks, Tre. I mean, thanks. Hey man, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> you, know, you know, you know to call me Gary. No, we don't normally get visitors. You, know. you know this. It's G fine. Just Gary. don't give it away up front. Sorry. What happens if one of us learn 
if a person who isn't an elf learns your name. So the wizards left, and we just figured all these cookies, we keep making them, and they just keep piling up. So we need to figure out some sort of distribution network, and and that's a form of creating, too. And that's that's when the clerks sort of came to be. It used to be just a self-sustaining factory. We'd pile the cookies up, and the wizards would zap them away. But now, <laughs> you know, the cookie wizard. <laughs> Billy is, like, nodding enthusiastically. Uh, yeah, so, oh, yeah, he did ask what happens if, if an outsider learns an elf's name. Yeah, and I changed the subject. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. It's a good I point. did. It was good. I forgot that yeah. I asked that question. Uh, that's a great point. I got distracted by this portrait. All right. Yeah, so that's, um, what's the portrait? Uh, it's... Uh, oh, that's the first clerk. Yes. That's the man who looked at all the cookies and thought, there's got to be something outside of this pit that also eats cookies. Yeah. We used to leave him in the woods, and then the raccoon infestation happened. And <laughs> we had to fight the raccoon war of uh, <laughs> 45. Realized maybe leaving cookies in the woods wasn't such a good idea. Did you take heavy casualties in that war? Uh, everyone did. <laughs> <laughs> Not the least of which, the cookies. <laughs> but we figured out if we took them to the village, left them in a certain spot, we'd come back the next day, there'd be gold. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then we found if we took the gold and left it in stumps near farms... Farmers would leave wheat and grains, and we'd use that to cook our cookies. It just, we formed an entire logistics network based on leaving stuff in stumps, <laughs> scuttling around in the night. That's awesome. Yeah. I I'm feel like I'm learning a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I like this a lot. And that's what we call enchantment. What? What? Which part of it is enchantment? Well, magic left the world, and now the the transformation that happens in a stump, It's that's why... Wait, you've never heard of an enchanted stump? No, I have not. Yeah, it's our, it's our whole business model is based around enchanted <laughs> stumps. Look, and I gesture to a, you know, another a, like another photo or painting, I guess, of like just a stump and it's got kind of an aura mm-hmm. around it and a bag of gold sitting in the middle. Enchanted stumps, buddy. <laughs> that's Econ 101. Okay, that's great. Wait, uh, is <clears throat> I, I guess I'm just asking now, is this a real, like, is the, is this, they are, are they wrong or is enchanted? They're not wrong. Or so it just turns magically into? No. No, no he's saying that. <laughs> we they... scuttle out in the night and make <laughs> the switch and <laughs> farmers think pe- it's enchanted. That's the people difference. People think they're enchanted, oh, but it's elves. people think they're enchanted. But it's the elves. Uh, they are enchanted. We, enchanted. Sw- <laughs> we switch out the gold for the grain and the grain for the cookies yeah but you're not doing anything magic it's enchanted it's not magic there's no magic (laughs) the wizards left it's we're enchanted the stumps are enchanted it's an enchanted factory (laughs) that's why almost no one comes here (laughs) all right so you guys go through the outside because you need to go through a different door because tuck's too big right yep yeah so you're passing through the apiary all right, normally this is our second to last stop, but uh, we're mixing it up. We can improvise. The smell of the smell of fire bee honey is rich on the air, Billy. Um, can I look for a way to like maybe sneak away and then come back? You absolutely can. You can roll a 2d6 plus dexterity. 
for a for a defy danger. And the danger is Grimsby uh, catching you. Dexterity? Yeah. Uh, ten. Ten. That is an unmitigated success. So continue your continue your. Uh... All right. So uh, you want to take a look inside? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, Gary, get over here. We need... Oh, <laughs> hey, good to see you again. Yeah. And while uh, Gary ambles up and is uh, like, oh, you want to take a look at the how the how the fire bees make the honey? Yeah, huh? just hit him with the steam, Gary. <laughs> and he so he pulls out one of those long. It's like a brass kettle with a long handle on the back, and he like pulls it out, and you hear like as like air goes in, and then he pushes it back in, goes and steam pours it he's like usually for regular bees you use smoke for this kind of thing but for fire bees water steam water vapor does just the trick it uh it also dramatically increases their lifespan from about a day to up to months wow so dope uh uh while they're doing this gary's taking the like a couple panels off of one of the hives billy you have just kind of waited for them to keep walking and then you steal into uh behind another hive and there's this little spout coming out of one of the hives with just a delicious glob of almost glowing with heat uh fire bee honey oh boy so i'm gonna plant myself right underneath it and just turn the faucet on (laughs) so there is a so okay yeah why why do you use the steam Well, uh, the bees naturally sort of burn themselves out. You know, it's 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 like it's better to burn out or fade away. And the bees prefer to f- burn out, but we rather <laughs> we would much rather they just fade away, uh, so they can con- continue producing the honey, which, as you know, is is inedible until we've processed it. Wow! Yeah, that's amazing. So, uh, he's like, yeah, the. Uh... What the bees use it for before it's processed into its edible form is sort of like a, it's packed full of pheromones wow. that just make the bees crazy. <laughs> uh, they do have a very short lifespan, and they have compensated. So you're laying under the spout, Billy, mm-hmm. and you feel this. You see the big glob come right off, land right on your tongue, mm-hmm. and it just kind of tastes ashy. Aww. Like kind of ashy. Uh, and um, you're like, ah, oh, no, gross. And then you hear like, and um, smoke starts pouring out of all of the panels on the, uh, on the hive and bees start crawling out. So, and instead of, instead of being uh, black and yellow, they're black and red. Fire bees, guys. <laughs> they're black and red. Uh, and they're kind, of, they're kind of smoking a little bit. You see little flames licking off of them. And then um, there's just a bunch of bees. Like uh, a lot of burning bees are crawling out of this thing. And they're kind of starting to crawl on you. Like they're flying oh. down and flying in front of your face and crawling all over you. Oh what do you God. do? Uh, so I'm like swatting at them. And uh, I guess I don't have a lot of time to think. I guess I'm going to run away. So you get up and you just run towards the people yeah. you were with? Yep. Uh, Tacoma, Grimsby, you 
look sh- and see, okay yeah, sorry continue you should see these babies at night it's it's lit up it's i'd say it's magical but it's enchanted yes you're very specific about how you use those two phrases <laughs> but it it looks enchanted it's wonderful okay cool and uh billy you billy comes screaming in with a cloud of like burning bees chasing him <laughs> so uh what do you guys do uh I guess I try and punch them. <laughs> uh, I Can I roll a hack and slash I w- against these? People? I mean, I would say yes, but you're swinging. You're trying to punch a swarm of a thing. Well, that's my move. I'm gonna try and punch these bees. Yeah, what I'm saying is that you can do it, but it's okay. What do I have to roll to succeed at this? Uh, I'm not sure you can succeed. Do you understand what I'm saying? Is that if you're just gonna punch them, it's not gonna work. But does that change his decision at all? <laughs> I guess not. But that just means that you're swinging at a swarm of bees. No roll, no success. Like you need to give me a way that you would be able to deal with a swarm of a thing instead I of guess just punching. I'm. I don't know. I don't know. I would That's just fine. punch if bees is... swarmed me. I would just punch them. What does Grimsby do? Oh, this is not good. <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, hey, diddle day. <laughs> oh. so, Wait, was that your swear word? Little boy, did you eat the honey? Uh, And then I just have like a bunch of honey on and around my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Just a beard of bees. Yeah. <laughs> bees crawling all over your yeah. face. Uh, and Gary goes, oh, you're not supposed to eat the honey. We are. That's rule one. That's rule one, kid. And he, he pulls back on his uh, mister thing, and he starts spraying the swarm of bees as you all stand around, <laughs> unsure what to do. And eventually he sprays them, and when the mist hits them, the fire on them dies a little bit, and they stop buzzing quite so much. And um, the it all calms down. The swarm relaxes. Some of them like just land on you guys, and they're not buzzing. They're just kind of sitting there. Some of them fly away, and... Uh, Hey, does this steam hurt them? I don't know. <laughs> I think of it like a sauna. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. It's, it's like sort a of calm spring. Calms them. It makes them real sleepy. Makes them real drowsy. <laughs> <laughs> makes them real drowsy. It's like a hibernation. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Gary walks up to uh, Tacoma and is like, can I see the kid for a sec? Uh... What are you? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hurt him. I'm not gonna hurt him. Uh, this I is promise. a halfling. It's not a kid. Can I see the halfling? I what? I think it's both. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he he keeps being very specific. Yeah, about halflings have kids too. Yeah, man, they reproduce. They're not like us, dude. They halflings keep calling reproduce. you a kid. Maybe play that to your advantage. Like what? pretend you didn't know. I do know. Good, good. Keep doing that. <laughs> So uh, Gary just takes a look and sees like the honey smeared all over your face. And he's like, see, that's the other thing with the unprocessed honey. He's like touching it with his glove. He's like, it just sticks and stays. <gasps> what? But it's okay. And he, he takes like another little Mr. Bottle off his uh, thing. He's like, this isn't going to hurt. And he sprays you right in the <laughs> mouth. <laughs> just like, psh, 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 psh. and then the honey starts to drip and, and pour. If it's kept at a specific temperature, it's still malleable. But once it hits and cools, it's very hard to get off. But this little spray here, uh, it's got, um, well... It's pretty much alcohol. It's pretty much alcohol. But it comes right off. 
Yeah, so Gary goes, maybe that's enough uh, in the apiary for now. All right, yeah, it's probably time to head into the, the refinery. <gasps> Not logical first step. And, uh, Is this when we get our free samples? <laughs> what? What? That's always the last thing. <sighs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you carry on to um, um, the larger building. Can I, can I, I think my character is suspicious of Grimsby. Sure. I am sus- Okay, I'm going to talk to Billy as we're walking. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, hey, diddle day. Hey, diddle hey. hey when, uh, I think that this guy is evil. Yeah, I know. He's not giving us anything, and he said he would, and I don't feel very good right now. You know, he keeps squinting at me and laughing. Yeah, he does that a lot. Yeah. I feel like that's like an evil guy thing to do. And he like walks kind of funny. Yeah. And he's kind of talking to himself right now. He and laughing to himself. Hey diddle day, hey diddle do, hey, 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 ho ho ho. And that song. Yeah. It's. <laughs> oh, it kind of gives me a tummy ache. It's eerie as shit. <laughs> so you carry on to the uh, side of the large building where there's like pretty tall, maybe twenty foot tall wooden doors that open up and they're open right now and there's like a couple carts with um like sacks burlap sacks tied up little small ones and then well i'm snagging one whoa so you're gonna snag one there's people loading them up right now yeah just like when we pass by like whoop. all right that's another defy one bag that's a, that's or a, one cookie one little bag that's okay. a tri- that's a was it a tricks of the trade yeah all right, everyone, on your best behavior, we've got visitors. <laughs> Jesus. And they're all like, hey, hey, how's it going? Hi. Hello. Hi. Hey. And they're all kind of like, they're looking at you, but they're still doing what they were doing. So oh. they're like passing each other bags, but they're not looking away from you. <laughs> oh, like, hey, God. welcome. This is so weird. Come on in. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> Did you sing him the song yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I laughed right into the mic. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, so, yeah, give me a 2d6 plus dexterity for tricks of the trade. Nice. Uh, 10. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, so there, you, the second you're walking past one of the carts, and the second that they kind of stop staring at you, you reach up and you just snake a little bag. Okay. And shove it under whatever weird furs or clothing you're wearing well and then i climb onto kind of behind tuck's beard and i just start eating you're under his beard yeah kind of like you know you just sit under his neck like a small cat yeah you're acting like that's not a weird thing to do wait can you fit inside of my beard like mostly whoa cool you got a big beard your beard's bigger than it is in real life it's a fantasy beard cool yeah, how? What's it like in there? I've oh, always wondered. It's like <laughs> warm, and there's like a few pieces of bacon that I, they're pretty. They look really old. I'm saving those for later. Don't okay, eat them. yeah, I don't. I'm really curing eat. them. Oh, um, I cure bacon in my beard. Who wouldn't? Scratch. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Yeah. You can uh, you can hang out in there whenever you want, dude. Thanks. Thanks. So, so you're just munching away on yeah. these little... Co- they're, mm-hmm. They are so good. They um, are so good. I kind of pop one into Tuck's mouth um. to share. <laughs> they're flaky and they're sweet, but they're like 
they're packaged, but they're still warm somehow. Nice. Oh my god! And there's like a soft inside, but not so soft that it oozes out. Like just soft enough. Ugh. Oh, they're so good. These cookies are good. So, uh, how much do you guys know about refining? Nothing. <laughs> Where the? Oh, she's up in the. You care? <laughs> yeah. All right. Makes sense. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Makes sense. Up yeah, in the beard. He's carrying a child up uh, up around your neck. It's a halfling. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> we had to overcome a lot of technical problems. Um, most of them were introduced when the wizards created the fire bees. The wizards created the fire bees? Uh, come on, buddy. Uh, you you think... Okay, come on. I, we established like 10 minutes ago that the history that you guys have, not everyone knows it. I, look, I, I, don't, I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> I like that this is an educational tour, and whenever they don't know something you're teaching them, you shit on them. <laughs> well, I mean, they're having trouble with the preamble. Yeah, that... Sure. Not even the info. I haven't even gotten to the technical details, and I'm starting to think maybe uh, I shouldn't get into too much detail here. As I think you should take us... Uh, it's a whole process. Maybe take us through the broad strokes of it. Okay, well, basically, it's inedible and ashy and full of pheromones to begin with, so we need to, first we need to add a solvent that targets just the pheromones, which is the alcohol, because obviously, uh, uh, you know, uh, now, elves don't mate, as you know. <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? You know, I see what you're doing now. <laughs> Oh, you had me going, buddy. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> uh, this guy's you, so creepy. Uh, you, you should meet Jeremy. He's <laughs> he's also a bit of a trickster. <laughs> he's a uh, he's a vice president of a different department. You probably won't meet him today. Is but... Jeremy his real name? <laughs> oh, you kill me, buddy. You're killing me. Jesus. <laughs> You're uh, killing me. Oh, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, seeing as how alcohol is an important part of mating rituals for many, many beasts, uh, it's a sort of a natural solvent for pheromones. So we, we start with adding alcohol, then we boil it off, then we add a, um, a reagent that which, reacts with the cinnamon. And Which one's the alcohol? Huh? Which vat is the alcohol? Uh, it's this. It's... Uh, and there's like there's sort of like a refinery stack, and then like at the bottom of the stack there's like a tub, and then there are like sort of two big like hoppers, uh, one for, where like the honey goes in, you know, and there are like ceramic jars that like elves are pouring into the hopper, and then there's the other hopper is sort of there's like a almost like a water tower, mm -hmm. um, just like full of alcohol, that's like. Uh, there are some carts and what look like dwarven sort of origin barrels that okay. have been like. Mm -hmm. So I grab I grab a barrel Whoa. like a mug and I dip it into the top of the water tower <laughs> and I take a sip and the I was like I, I go checks out it's definitely alcohol <laughs> and then I, and then I go this is literally the only thing that can make this a bearable tour <laughs> it's this cask so you've just got like so it's not like a barrel barrel but like. Like there are barrels and buckets. Yeah, like a like a well, it's like a small cask, like a little keg. Uh huh. But it's it's a barrel 
for an elf, yeah, which so. is just like well, it's a like giant a dwarf barrel, like, yeah. You know, oh, it's okay. a standard. Okay. I was thinking like a standard oh, barrel, okay, but there okay, are okay. like buckets and things okay. that. Well, maybe... I grab a bucket then, mm-hmm. and Scoop I'm. It. I've got this giant bucket, and a bunch of a bunch of elves that are like messing with the alcohol are like, "Hey, hey, don't come on, man!" What? But they don't do anything. <laughs> okay, they're just like, "God, just come on." It's quality assurance. Uh, Tacoma, I thought you were cool. I am. But now I know you're radical. (laughs) (laughs) I am really digging elves like as a thing. They're very knowledgeable. They're extremely practical. And they will ask you not to do something, but they will not act in any way to stop you. We're very bureaucratic and we respect individuals yeah. because we're not capable of it. Yeah. They're they're like hive minded servant. This guy's crazy. Basically. Yeah, look at this dude. He does whatever he wants. Doesn't have to ask anybody or sign anything to do it. That's you realize that's industrial quality, but it is also food grade at least. 2d 2d 1d6 plus 1d8 plus constitution is that one of his appetites yeah it's the mortal pleasures right so he wants one of the he wants to drink this stuff but it is extremely strong does it have four four sides top and bottom this one thank you you're welcome 1d6 and 1d8 plus constitution yeah so my constitution is plus one 14 that checks out yeah 14 so you like you're fine. Your your guts just like assimilate this alcohol very easily, and you're just feeling good. You kind of got a buzz. Everything that um that Grimsby's saying now seems kind of interesting. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is it making me smarter? No, it's just like <laughs> you're just like chilled out now. You're like, all right, uh, cool. Tell me more. I feel like this alcohol is making me smarter. Tell m- like, tell me more technical it, stuff. And add the cinnamon byproduct back in at the very end. Does that make sense? Yeah, man. That's fuck it. Chill <laughs> to the pill. <laughs> I think we're really coming together as a team. <laughs> How are you holding up, Billy? Um, I still. He's still in my face, yeah, I guess. And I'm still eating cookies, but so I don't. You do like pop out. Yeah. Like just a thumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thumbs up out of the beard. Um, so that's the refinery. Mm-hmm. So, uh. You leave the refinery floor, and the bakery floor is on the same. It's like sort of like uh, like one big bi- refinery building, mm-hmm. and then like the next bu- the next building is like the sort of bakery yeah, totally. building, and they've got like the the big wooden double doors that like lead into the next. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so you're in that section. You're in the bakery section now, and you're giving them an idea of how the cookies are baked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is, give me like a quick, like 10 second detail. Uh, now we use a lot of wood. Uh, we also scoop up the dead fire bees, uh, use them as sort of a kindling. Um, as you can see here, we've got a nice big conveyor belt, uh, that just sort of conveys through, uh, the furnace section. Uh, watch out. It's hot. Oh yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, and so yeah. like. The whole room is sort of set out where, like, they've got, like, um, sort of, like, mixing stations and stuff at one side and, like, uh, different, like, measuring implements and, like, elves sort of, like, working away with, like, um, you know, masks on their face and stuff like that. Well, it's sort of further from the furnace, but, like, a number of... Yes, they don't get stuff on the food. Yeah, multiple kind of, like, parallel um, conveyor belts. Mm -hmm. 
and sort of elves working at stations beside the conveyor belts and throwing stuff onto the belts and then the belts sort of like carry it down through this enormous like furnace mm-hmm. and like some stairs going down like around the furnace there's like a lowered area in the floor where people can like head people who are in like sort of fire suits and stuff can like mm-hmm. head down and like throw in sticks and branches and, and bees and like yeah little like scoops of like fire bees like yeah. dead little dead fire bee corpses which i imagine would be very good kindling and when they do it sort of whoom, like yeah it sparks awesome. up and, can i grab yeah. a handful of those fire bee corpses uh yeah uh, 2d6 uh, plus dexterity right. to no i'm not stealing them are you asking me or yeah can i just see one of those uh, d- uh well do you guys want to toss a handful in <gasps> yes yeah <laughs> billy like bursts out <laughs> of the beard like, hell yeah <laughs> all right put on put on the safety gloves this... there billy okay uh and uh, then they reach past my arm yeah tacoma you're i don't think they'll <laughs> fit on you yes. but i'll just take I my a, chances i have a feeling you'll be fine yeah uh, yeah, so Billy, you throw in a handful of fire bees, and it very excitingly goes like whoosh. Woo! <laughs> and Tacoma, you throw in a smaller handful. Smaller. Well, it's about the same size as Billy's, what? but you got a bigger. My hand. handful is like literally two bees. <laughs> oh right, yeah, that's true. <laughs> One bee. Yeah. So, yeah. How does Tacoma feel about? I grab the biggest handful I can. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I just whip it in there. <laughs> oh my good. Okay. <laughs> like the fire like. Like a, a whole bunch of flames pour out of the front of the uh, of the furnace, fire and, uh, lick up the side of the of the machine. Uh, Grimsby, you look up to like the top floor of this section of the room, and you can see a little uh, viewing window, and you see Reebok standing there with his like steaming mug, uh, and he's looking right at you, and he points at you. And he gives you a thumbs up, questioningly, and then he points at you again, mm-hmm. and he nods. Yeah. What do you do? I give him a little salute. Ah, he but likes like that. an impertinent salute. Like, it oh. could be taken either. It's like, he can't do anything about it. Yeah. But he'll think about it before he goes to bed and go, <laughs> what was he doing there? <laughs> what did he mean by that? Yeah. Awesome. Is that just a new thing, or is he... Mm-hmm. Uh so you hear, uh, so you're you're in the bakery section, and because uh, I'm feeling a little more like inspired to be an individual by these, yeah. these strange new visitors. Totally, yeah. So you hear like a tweet. Wait, 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 wait. Before that, Grimsby, have you ever thrown a handful of fire bees into the furnace? <laughs> well, I'm I'm a clerk. I'm not a stoker. Come on. Oh, I I couldn't. Come on, man. One of the other one of the other elves is like. Um, I don't know. And then I, I go, come on, Grimsby, Grimsby, Grimsby. One of the other elves just Grimsby, Grimsby. Why am I doing this? All right, Grimsby. Yeah. And you see Reebok upstairs in the window, go like shaking his head. Very angrily. Uh, and at that point, you hear a tweep as like a steam whistle on the wall hoots. And uh, all of the elves on the floor look up at it and go, all right. And they start, you know, taking gloves off and walking off the floor. It's break time. Oh, cool. All right. Well, I know you guys were looking forward to the samples, but uh, it's company mandated break right now. So. Uh, we're gonna have to take a little a little detour. Okay. Yeah. What? 
<laughs> you guys have been left alone, basically. Like Grimsby's explaining this to you, and uh, all of the elves cleared off the floor pretty quickly. Um, and uh, doors close all over, mm. like as like the doors that are usually left open are closed during break time. I, I look up to see if uh, Reebok's still at the window. Uh, he's not. He he's okay. left. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think you guys will fit into the lunchroom. Do you want to hang out with us during your lunch? Yeah, it sounds good. Cool. Do you want some of this wood grain alcohol I've been drinking? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're you're leading them back through, like, to the... Like, you're t- going through the door that goes from the bakery floor to the refinery floor. Or you're getting to the door, and uh, the door doesn't open. Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's weird to you immediately. Yeah. Because they close them because they're kind of like fire doors. Yeah. But it should be unlocked. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, uh... You know, let's uh, let's go the other way. Okay. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna skip lunch today. Let's uh, let's finish the tour. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, and you so you get to the door with that goes to the packing section, and it is also locked. Well, uh, hmm. uh, might be we might be spending lunch in here. You know uh, what? Why don't you guys uh, head over to the um, the quality station, which is on the other side mm-hmm. of the furnace, where mm-hmm. people sort of check for burns and stuff? Yeah, uh, there are a lot of burns. <laughs> yeah. There's like, a lot of fire in this, and also for this recent, yeah, batch. because yeah, yeah the, the most recent batch <laughs> the is like twenty five percent like <laughs> ruined because of like blackened and charred, and sort of off in a bin. Yeah, which. That, gets funneled back down into the fires which stresses you out yeah like you see all the burned ones and in your head you're like oh no son of a bitch yeah uh you see the one that hopper that leads down to the fire with all the reject cookies yeah, yeah. Uh, you can have as many of those as you want Just... oh hell yes <laughs> yeah. so billy's going to town tacoma also <laughs> going to town on the burnt cookies burnt cookies oh, into yeah. my mouth yeah and uh so you're doing and that I'm, wait can i i could be like Oh man, these are good burnt. You should sell burnt ones too. <laughs> I'll I'll run that up the flagpole. Yeah. Put it write it on a flag. Put it up a flagpole. We should sell burnt ones too. <laughs> That's what the flag will say? Yeah. Let's, let's sell burnt cookies. Tacoma's idea. Put that at the bottom. <laughs> and so I go to one of the non bigger doors and yeah. like as I'm heading over there quietly to myself, I'm singing. Hey, diddle-doe. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you get to um, what's like a storage area. Okay. Uh, it's like a, um, or it's a, so it's a side door that sort of connects um, the packing or the, the refining and the baking areas. It's like a smaller storage area just mm-hmm. for sort of supplies and the occasional, like they, they'll pack burnt cookies up here sometimes just yeah. for hard winters because mm-hmm. elves still need to eat, which was, I feel like an oversight uh on the wizard's part is they still need to eat sometimes i mean you can't violate the laws of physics <laughs> it's true they like, need fuel except for with magic <laughs> but elves are enchanted yeah they're not <laughs> and uh you get to um you get to the that door and that door is not locked okay but there's something jammed behind it yeah yeah hmm. so you're gonna need to if you want to open it you're gonna have to force it probably yeah mm-hmm uh, and you do hear shuffling. You hear like a sound. Yeah. Are there any of the um, like tubes that go to the receptionist in this area or is it um, too loud for... Good question. That is a great question. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah. Like, why not, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there is, there's like, um, 
there's like a series of uh, three tubes. Mm-hmm. One goes to the receptionist. One goes to the like floor warden. Yeah. And the third goes to Reebok's office. Okay. Yeah. So I go to the receptionist one and sort of blow in the tube to yeah. like ring the bell on the other side. Yeah. And you wait a few seconds and there is no return ring. Like call into it. Hey, Linda. And you hear like um, crashing and like shouting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you sort of hear uh, faintly through the door that is stuck shut. Oh, no. Linda. No, no response. Okay. Hmm. Now, I don't know if I should uh, get Tuck to, like, smash this door. This door to the uh, storage area, that's, like, an elf-sized door, or what's Yeah, the... it's mostly elf-sized. Would they well, be I mean, able to... I think, they're... I think some of them are human-sized yeah. on the occasion that a human needs to come by. Like a wizard, like, inspector? Yeah, but they're definitely not Tacoma-sized. Yeah. Uh, well, I kind of also want an excuse to use practical boredom. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to... Tr- I think I'm going to try and, like, unlo- use practical boredom to unlock the door in the direction of the tour like to okay the yeah packaging area oh, okay cool yeah so um yeah roll all right guys board and brought him 2d6 plus intelligence so i head over to that door and call out all right guys uh, i think i can i think i can get this open and uh so i'm marking off my office supplies some like paper clips and rubber bands and stuff like that to try and make some lock picks okay and uh open the door I got a 10. 10. So yeah. you get to choose two things from the uh, from the list, which are uh, it'll hold up for more than one use. Okay. You can take plus one forward when you're using it mm-hmm. as it's intended to be used. Okay. Or you can make one for everybody. Uh, I'm going to go with the plus one. Mm-hmm. So yep. you get two with a 10. Oh, and it'll hold up for more than one use. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it'll basically... That means it'll basically break when I decide it does. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Which means that like you'll get to use it more than once, but if you, you know, if you get like a seven to nine, it might break or yeah. something like that. Sounds good. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so uh, you have made um, a lock pick out yeah. of just some stuff lying around. Uh, yeah. Out of mostly paper clips. Yeah. And um, which the elves invented. They're now paper clips because elves made them. Sure. Or they're just around. Who knows? Everyone doesn't have paper clips. We've never, I've never seen them anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The elves Come think on. everybody has paper clips. <laughs> Come on. They've just been around since the dawn of time. Uh, yeah. So now you have it's in the desk. You just <laughs> got to open a desk, and that's where paper clips yeah. live. So you wanted to try and open the door to the packing area. The lar- Well, I didn't even ask if it has a lock, like or like a you know like if there's like a two way lock or if it's, it's like two- locked it, on the. No, it's a two way lock. It's got like, they, one, it's of those, like, like one of those mechanical lock with the key locks. Okay, in that case, I will use practical boredom to make a lock pick that is plus one and lasts for more than one use. Which you did. Uh, cool. Achieved. Uh, yes, but you need to. You, so you'll still need to roll to unlock the door, okay? which you and Billy are both able to do. But Billy, I think, does it a little bit differently as, mm-hmm. a, as a thief. Yeah. Um, so, But roll me a 2d6 plus dexterity. I'm guessing that Billy would be better at it. Like, Potentially. Naturally, but like, I'd have no way of knowing yeah, that Yeah, of course. You don't case. know that Billy's a thief. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, guys. Uh, five plus three plus zero plus one because of oh, your plus fancy one, lock yeah. yeah five plus four is nine yeah seven to nine so that is a partial success okay which means that with defined danger you stumble hesitate or flinch and okay. i introduce a complication of some kind all right and that complication is that uh this lock pick 
isn't going to come out of the door right away. Mm-hmm. It's kind of jammed in there. It's not broken. Yeah. Uh, it'll just take you a second to get it out. But uh, if you need to do something right away, like on the other side of this door, it's going to take some time to like extricate the lockpick. And you know that. You can either not unlock the door and still have your lockpick for another thing right away, or you can just unlock it and have it stuck in there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's really in there. But I think I got this door. Uh, guys, get over here. Hey. Uh, I walk up with two handfuls of burnt cookies <laughs> that I'm biting into like I would bite into an apple. <laughs> hey, uh... I kind of walk over kind of supporting my stomach. Just... <laughs> Like hey. carrying it with you? Yeah, just uh, <laughs> kind of a cramp and wheezing. <laughs> hey, uh, Tacoma. Yes. You mind uh, being cool with those? Uh, how do you mean? <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe a little less conspicuous. Uh, okay. And then I just jam all of them into my mouth at once. <laughs> and then I go, <laughs> good enough for me. Awesome. <laughs> And then I uh, kick the door open. You kick it open? Just, yeah. I'm feeling like rambunctious. This is like the craziest day of my life. I'm feeling all revved up. Yeah, that's true. Getting all jacked off. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm, I'm embarrassed that I said that. Um, yeah. Uh, so you, okay. So you're, you go into the packing area, which is sizable. It's got some of those like, you know, like when a conveyor belt is like rolling pins instead of a thing? Yep. Yeah, it's like that, uh, where the crates and uh, packages of cookies are pushed down and packed and tied up and stuff like that. But there is also um, crates of cookies that have been knocked over and strewn about. And at the far side of the room where there's another set of double doors that go to the outside, there is packing being done. But the packing, instead of being done by elves, is being done by a series of very mangy and aggressive looking raccoons. They're using their little hands Holy to pack cookies into shit. bags and they're shoving the cookies into the carts. And there's a raccoon sitting on like the driving board of the cart, like going like, Hey Grimsby, are these enchanted or mint? <laughs> That's uh, not good, that's for sure. <laughs> These raccoons are going to ruin Charles Eve. And you guys, like, as you you walk, for, you, you've walked a little bit further into the room, and from behind a stack of crates next to you, and now behind you, you're like, and you turn, and there's a group of snarling raccoons standing by, between you and the doors, and they're just like, chattering at you and growling, snarling, spitting. I assume we fight these things. Is that <laughs> if you choose to? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. What do yeah. you do? We haven't seen raccoons around here since the raccoon war, but it looks like they're back for round two. And the oh. timing could not be worse. <laughs> uh, oh. Fellas, I I gotta be straight with you. This is bad. I really need your help here. How many raccoons are in the room? Uh, there are like six packing a couple carts. And behind you, there's probably another six. All right. You can see better than me from up there, big guy. Uh, I think well, there's six behind. There's six behind us, and there's six in front of us. Should we murder them? Do you want us to murder them? Please do. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is around us right now that we could use as weapons? Uh, well, you have weapons. 
Well, I'm going to use my short sword. I just want to keep as much distance between me and the raccoons as possible. Mm-hmm. So I get that out. And are you still standing on... Oh, you were you were on the floor yeah. carrying your gut. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be a tough fight for me, but Wait. I'm going to do it. Before what? we start, can I use that move? Uh... The kill your kill your friend move? Yeah. Nope. You can't. What? Oh shit! You don't I got get that, that later for a while. Oh, yeah. so we Fuck. have our basic bitch moves. Yeah, basic it. bitch moves is what you have access to. Okay. Damn it. Yep. I'm gonna use practical boredom to quickly try and assemble some sort of slingshot. Yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, using right. like rubber bands and awesome. a binder. Two d six plus intelligence. For the oh. needs two d six. Sorry. Three plus six plus intelligence. Intelligence is zero or plus zero. Uh, yeah, so three plus six, nine. Uh, so yeah, you get to pick one okay. from the list. Yep. So it either holds up for more than one use. Uh-huh. You get a plus one or you can make one for everybody. Uh, holds up for one more than one use. Yes. Yes. Perfect. And I, I'm using the plentiful like burnt cookies. Oh, yeah. As like <laughs> my ammunition. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Billy, you're <laughs> running got... out of office supplies here. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a, uh, you've got your sword out. <laughs> that was a really bad sword noise. Do you want to try again? To... One more. I don't really know what a sword sounds like. That, like... They, they... they okay. actually more sound Shwing. like. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Also, the boner noise from Wayne's World. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, I like no, but it actually. Uh, okay, yeah. So Billy, you have your sword out. You mm-hmm. made the schwing noise. Yep. Uh, what do you do? I charge. Whoa! All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You have a weapon. They have no weapons. Uh. So you don't have to really defy danger or anything like that. So just give me a hack and slash two d six plus your strength. Unless the thief has a move. I don't think they do. Let me see. I have. Oh, I have backstab. Yeah, but so, then you need to do that, um, like, from a hidden place. So you'd either have to, like... See that. It just says a surprised or defenseless enemy. Yeah, these are neither surprised nor they defenseless. They are defenseless. You just said they have no weapons. <laughs> yes, but they're raccoons. They fight without weapons. And I just have roll, hands. Okay. Just roll your 2d6 plus strength. six oh okay well you don't get a point of experience unfortunately okay but what you do get is pounced on by uh three raccoons okay they just jump right on you uh Uh, their their little claws dig into your little flesh uh you don't take any damage but you are completely held down by these raccoons and they're like snapping in your face and stuff like that Damn. Uh, Billy just got jumped on by a bunch of raccoons, Tuck. What do you do? Uh, I go, leave him alone. He's an old man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I uh, I take out my axe. I don't have anything else, right? It's just the one axe. I think you just got the axe. Yeah. yeah. So I have the axe. And then I do and I uh, say, water. I'll always be able to depend on you, axe. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never leave me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I go, you're my best friend, and if I ever lost you, I would never forgive myself or forget it, (laughs) and I will never just throw you, and then I throw it. (laughs) You throw the axe? No, I I do uh, a, uh, um, uh, what are you waiting for? 
oh, get yeah. those those th- those guys all um, off of Billy and then as many of them at me as possible. Yeah, that's a basic move, right? Or yeah. one of your basic class moves? It's a yeah, it's a basic. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that it's not one that you've bought since then. No. Uh, so it's what is it? Two d six plus charisma. I guess so. Just read the sheet. It's right in front of you. I can't see it. Nope. Nope. There you go. It's at the bottom. What are you wait? You cry out a challenge. Take plus two damage on going. No, but what do you roll? It doesn't say. Do I see? Uh, plus constitution. Yeah. Yeah. So 2d6 plus your constitution. This is the first roll I've made in yeah. this game. Yeah. Oh. Pick that up. That's one plus four is that five. That fell off the table. You can re-roll okay. that if you want. Three. Four, five. Does not work. Uh okay. Um you... wait, wait. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that much like her character <laughs> Billy not. Jessica's eating causes problems more often than not um, <laughs> go yeah so you uh, you point at the raccoons that are on Billy with your axe and what do you say to them I say yeah you hey fucking turd monkeys get up in my business or I'm gonna fuck you up with my fucking axe our language buddy (laughs) sorry (laughs) and up over um the stack of crates like to your to just to the side of you uh a raccoon jumps out of the shadows looks up on the box wait 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 wait. and then before and then i grab my crotch (laughs) oh okay and i do i do a lewd hissed uh waist bump yeah you thrust at the raccoons yeah yeah Great. And then now describe the thing that happened. Yeah, a raccoon jumps off uh, <laughs> a nearby pile of crates and jumps and latches onto your wrist with its mouth in your axe hand, uh, and it just starts like tearing, like shaking around. Uh, so you're being like torn up by this raccoon on your wrist area. Uh, oh fuck! Oh no! <laughs> yeah, and it's like jerking your arm around. Uh, it surprised you. You're very strong, but yeah. it surprised you. So uh-huh. it's, it's pulling you around. Um, yeah, uh, Grimsby, this is quite a scene. What do you do? I've never been in a situation like this, but I'm going to shoot the raccoon on his wrist. Dope. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a volley. All right. A, 2D, a basic move. 2d6 plus... Dexterity? Dexterity. All right. Uh, I got a four. Just straight four? Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's a failure. Um, oh, sorry, buddy. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, maybe you just, um, you shoot a cookie Mm -hmm. at the raccoon and, um, you're just, you're not used to the, the calibration on your, (laughs) no one is (laughs) your improvised clipboard slingshot. And you send a rock-hard burnt cookie right into Tacoma's eye. Just like whack. Right in your eye. And yeah, so you're kind of temporarily blinded, Tacoma. Ow! (laughs) There's a raccoon on your wrist. Uh, This is the second worst altercation I've had with a raccoon. (laughs) Uh, So, Billy, you've got raccoons on top of you. Okay. And they're... um, Yeah, they're starting to dig in. They're They're starting to like try and tear at you and 
and they're starting to rip your clothes a little bit and uh, they're getting through the protective layer of hides or whatever it is that you're wearing. So what do you do? Mm. You're going to have to do something to get them off of you before you do anything. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to try to roll away like a tumbleweed. Try like to take them with me. And then like maybe the inertia will like whip them off and okay. then fly against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 2d6 plus your strength. Okay. God. Why? Oh, wait. Seven. Okay. Um, so you can do that. Uh, but you're basically going to be pulling their teeth and claws out of you. Uh, by choice, so you would take a little bit of damage. Okay. Okay. I'll be strong. Great. So yeah, you roll and you throw them off of you, but roll a d4, which is the little pyramid-shaped one. Three. Three. So you take three points of damage. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Don't change that. Oh. Because that's your actual... Oh, That's okay. where we're at. Nathan, okay, actually. so I'll just, in yeah. my mind... Uh, great. So, yeah, Billy, you fling that off. You see Tacoma uh, stumbling around with a raccoon latched onto his wrist and a hand over his eye. <gasps> okay, I'm going to keep rolling and pick up speed and crash into him and maybe he'll dislodge that raccoon. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Um, I guess that's a 2d6 plus strength again. Okay. I'm sorry, I can't no, think of anything This else. is fine. No, that's good. <laughs> Oh. Uh, eight. Eight. All right. Um. So yeah, you you roll really fast. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess you have the you're like an armadillo now. Like I did Sonic eat a lot, so I've got yeah. like the extra weight to propel me. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you roll and you do um. Tacoma, you feel Billy slam into your leg, or you feel something slam into your leg, and you look down, and it's Billy. Oh. It, it's not like he knocks you down. Oh. <laughs> but, like, what, how does that help you get the raccoon off of your wrist? Um, it. Oh, I kind of, like, hacky sack him up. <laughs> I, like, I feel him, and then I, like, I hacky sack him up, and then, like, I swing the raccoon at him. And then you do. And then I bring my sword that I still have yeah. and down on its head. Oh, dope. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, do you want to make a hack and slash roll? Sure. I'll say that could be a... No, that's not a bad what? stab. This is not... You are barely in control of this situation. <laughs> Wait, what was it with? It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's a I got a that's four. That's a failure. Um, yeah. So wait, but didn't she get? Didn't he get an eight before? I did. But oh I, yeah, that's. I'm oh, but she's rolling head. a hack and slash. Oh, okay. Yeah. Instead of just um getting knocked, she's trying to like actually mm -hmm. hit it. Mm -hmm. Um, which you just fail. You so you swing, you do hit, uh, Billy with the raccoon. Cool. And the raccoon comes off. I'm so sorry. I ate a lot of hash. Um. And you uh, hit the ground, Billy. Like, you kind of just fall right back down. And you hit the ground, and your sword clatters out of your hand. No. And slides under one of the packing machines. Damn. Uh, and Grimsby, at this point, like, that was a lot. 
yeah. to see happen yeah. <laughs> once. This weird like combo, team combo move. Uh-huh. But you turn and you see the raccoons are kind of, they've almost packed up these two carts. They're overflowing with cookies. Uh-huh. And it looks like they're getting ready to leave. Yeah. The raccoon on the driving board um, is sort of barking at something outside. Yeah. Like a little chattery voice. And um, you see shamble like lumber uh, into view like the biggest raccoon you've ever seen mm-hmm. it's like walking on all fours but it's Ugh. more like a bear than it is a raccoon like it's huge and it um how big is it compared to tacoma uh if it were to stand up on its hind legs it's like as tall if not taller than tacoma like, it, like it's bear size like grizzly Whoa. bear size uh and so yeah this thing walks into view and uh <clears throat> it starts uh the raccoons come around either side of the cart and they start hitching it up uh, to the, like, what are those? Just the bars. The bars of the cart. Yeah. Like, it's going to start pulling it. Um, but the raccoons that you guys have been fighting are sort of rallying up and now they're sort of getting into formation in a weird way. But yeah, Billy, you are laying on your back and you see Billy's sword skitter under one of the machines. But what do you do, Tacoma? The raccoons are rallying for an attack. They're getting ready to jump on Billy. What's the biggest thing in the room? <laughs> uh, big. Cr- there's like a crate. Okay, I'm going to pick up a crate, mm-hmm. and I'm going to smash the formation of raccoons with the crate <laughs> all at once. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because um... I'm in a lot of pain, and I'm pretty mad. Yeah. Uh, Which, does that give me a plus one or whatever forward? Didn't you have that rage thing? For... My ma- I feel like I'm raging. Uh, oh, raging isn't really a mechanic for... The dungeon world okay, barbarian. Don't worry yeah, about it. but if if you're doing it to defend Billy, uh, then it would be you could potentially roll a d6 and a d8 because of your appetite for friendship. Okay, are they coming up on him? Yeah, they're getting ready to jump on him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay yeah. I'll so roll that. a d6 and a d8 instead of a d6 and a d6. Four. plus one. Four. Four plus one. Okay, uh, plus your strength? Plus two, so seven. six, seven. Seven, awesome. Um, and the D8 is still higher than the D6, which is good. Um, so yeah, just roll me some damage, because it kind of hits all of them. Okay, with a D10? Uh, yeah. Ten. Ten full damage? Okay, Whoa. yeah. You just smash this group of six raccoons uh, with this big-ass crate. And they, if they're not outright killed, they're definitely knocked unconscious. Uh, so it's just a big heap of raccoons and cookies and splintered wood. But since you rolled a seven to nine, it means that you open yourself up for an attack. Um, and that... Could I just be that I, sp- I give my hand splinters? <laughs> just get some splinters? Yes. That's your... And I go, ooh, fuck! Ooie, <laughs> um, But instead, what it is, is you... When you like crash, you throw the big rac- the big crate into the pile of raccoons, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> take that, bitch." Yeah, you say "bitch" uh, <laughs> to somebody, <laughs> and you hear, um, "Yeah, you get a raccoon that jumps right on your shoulder uh, and bites you right on your neck, <laughs> real hard. It jumps out of nowhere, gets you right on the neck. Roll um, a d6." One. 
<laughs> so you're it's a lot of ones. But you have like no, you have that thing where you have a natural one armor, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it just kind of bites into your skin. And it doesn't make you, it makes you bleed, but it doesn't hurt. It just pisses you off. Mm-hmm. So now you're just real mad. Can I punch the side of my neck? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 2d6. Yeah. Plus your strength. Uh, six, seven, eight. Uh, so I guess I also punch myself in the head. <laughs> yeah, sure. Roll, roll a d10. Six. Oh my God. Six. So I'm going to. I'm going to, so basically you punch yourself through the raccoon, uh, which means that the raccoon takes enough damage that it kills it, but you only take two damage. Cool. So you take one because of your armor, but you basically, oh wait, no, you know what? You punched yourself. You don't get armor for that. (laughs) You you take two damage. Two damage. Yeah. So you punch yourself through a raccoon, Uh, but the raccoons that you've immediately been dealing with are dealt with they're dead or destroyed or whatever how many are left there's uh, the big one on the wagon there's the big one on the wagon the and there's the one six. on the wagon yeah the and... six that are packing up the carts okay yeah at least in this room yeah that you can see um yeah. oh wow i i thought we were done for for a second there but uh looks like the tide is turning boys Oh yeah, what do you want to do? Let's save Charles Eve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the raccoon on the driving board, which now that you guys like start getting like walking towards you, see it has a gnarly scar down one oh eye. Oh, distinctive <laughs> facial markings. <laughs> um, and one of its black patches looks like a skull. I think that might be a druid. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a raccoon. <laughs> It's got uh, some distinctive markings. <laughs> but uh, is that a druid? It's uh, a druid with know. a scar on his that's eye. What, that's and what Grimsby thinks. Skull-shaped... Wait, no. It's a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, hold on. It would be... I don't know. It probably wouldn't be a raccoon. It'd be some more of some more effective form. Well, that big one's definitely enchanted. <laughs> <laughs> but the raccoon, um, it kind of like snaps the reins. And um, the cart rips out of the like starts trundling out of there as the big raccoon is pulling it and there's other raccoons the ones that were packing it are like climbing up onto the back of the cart they just leave one of the carts because they only have one big raccoon i guess Mm -hmm. uh and they start galloping away what do you do i hop into the back of one of the uh, like the cart that got left behind and uh tacoma Yes. Now's your time to shine, buddy. Okay. And then I grab him out of the cart and I put him on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and then I run after the other. Wait, cart. what about Billy? He's in my beard. Oh, oh am did I? You, did hey. you climb back up into the beard? I wanted to get my sword first. Oh okay. shit! Do you oh, yeah. want? Do you have do time that? to do that? Yeah. There's no. There's no okay. raccoons. You're not. I've in got danger. my sword okay. and I leap into the beard and hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just hanging from his, yeah. and you're just running after this raccoon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we we strike quite. The impressive silhouette. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Uh, and yeah, so you run up or run out and you see the raccoons on the cart tr- like racing up the decline, which is now an incline, <laughs> out, of the, out of the pit. And as you run, as Tacoma's running through uh, Grimsby, you see uh, the elf quote unquote security forces that are pretty uh, unpracticed at this point because most things don't even find this place so they don't really need to fight anything that's a lot of paperwork yeah exactly so they're kind of (laughs) security forces it's as much the bakers and the administrators as it is security forces and they're all kind of uh fighting like bandying about 
with the raccoons. So it's just like bakers with those big wooden paddles, like smacking raccoons and rolling pins, rolling pins. Is anyone in like severe danger or they look like they're just pretty occupied? It's it's occupied. There are people that are like running and there are definitely people that are injured. Mm -hmm. uh, But there are also raccoons that are injured. But there are quite a few raccoons. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not looking great. But uh, you do see Reebok uh, cowering near the door like the main door uh kind of kicking at a bunch of raccoons i i give him a quick salute <laughs> <laughs> he does not look happy and he he's watching the cookies get away yeah and he's and he points at you and goes grinsby you stop that cart or it's your ass <laughs> and he's like kicking at a raccoon <laughs> charles eve is on the line he's fighting uh, well I'm, I'm pretty much you know, it's pretty much on. up to Tacoma. So. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I feel like he's got it covered. Yeah. I, I chase, but I want I want to take direction from Grimsby because he feels like he's kind of in charge of this situation now. Well, I do have seniority. Oh, oh yes. Uh, which gives me a plus one to parlays with people in my office, so it's not really that Unless you wanted right people now. to come with oh, you. Oh, rally some people? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rally some forces. What do I? And then the leverage is like they've got performance reviews coming. Up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, no, we can we can we can make that part of the move. They too, look actually. Honestly, they, I mean, I don't want to use the move just for the sake of like using the move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm just gonna you know like I've, they've got a lot to deal with. Like mm-hmm. the other employees have a lot to deal with. <laughs> we need to get this cart. I trust Tacoma, mm-hmm. so I'm like. I'm just like, let's go. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're running after the cart. Okay. Yeah. Are right. we gaining on it? Give her some gas, uh, Tacoma. I'm, yeah. Okay, I'll give my legs some gas. <laughs> and then I fart. Awesome. <laughs> Great. And then, I'm, and then I turn to him like, get it? <laughs> Now's not the time. <laughs> so uh, 2d6 plus um, strength, I guess? Yeah. For running? I think he's just running after them. Um, well, to like gain on it. Eleven. Well, Damn. they've got a whole cart full of yeah cookies yeah, that's true. and stuff. That's true. Uh, but you are gaining. They they get up uh, the incline and they're at the top of the pit, but you're pounding up the the ramp behind them. Mm-hmm. Could I use my throwing daggers to maybe like get at them? Yeah, totally. Cool. So what are you trying to do? Are you just trying to hit one of them? Or are you trying to like hit um Could- one of the ra- like break a cord or? Yeah, let's break a cord. Yeah, because if you... Yeah, awesome. Okay. 2d6 um, plus dexterity. Uh. Oh, 13. 13? So what yeah. do you So what Boom. do you, So what do you want to do? Um, so as I'm sw- I swing one-handed from Tacoma's beard, <laughs> and I get out my tiny little <laughs> throwing dagger, and I squint one eye, and I... <laughs> throw it really forcefully and it does it like a really cool spin in the air Mm -hmm. and then it just like really clean snap between the one of the main cords and then the whole thing swings to one side and all the raccoons are like oh like you break one of the cords that the big raccoon is yeah lashed to awesome so yeah you um it's like the big raccoon is this thing's pretty fast like it runs like a grizzly bear does like where it's just kind of doing that weird bounce Mm -hmm. but it's moving pretty quickly and uh, the dagger, the throwing knife, lashes out, hits one of the cords, and the whole thing, yeah, just, it's pulling it too hard. So the one side swings and, like, hits a tree, and a couple raccoons 
uh, fall off and like hit the ground and are kind of dazed as you run past. Mm-hmm. And a, a bunch of cookies fall out too, uh, which are left in the dirt mm-hmm. unless you do something about them. I feel like that's now is not the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how far ahead of us are they? They're up the uh, incline. Have we reached the incline? They're yet? just reaching the top of the incline. Okay. Like just the crest out of the pit. Yep. You're still down near the bottom of the ramp near the apiary, sort yeah. of where Billy initially rolled out. Okay. So you've got the bee boxes and the people fighting the raccoons behind you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. So I, I say, hey, Tacoma, I've got an idea. Put me down. Yeah, put him down. All right. I... I take out one of the little like burnt um cookies mm-hmm. that i uh that i had like stashed away in my pockets and run over to the beehive and like pour some honey mm-hmm. onto it some of the like fresh like oh un, yeah um you know unprocessed honey out of the little tap yeah try not to get any on my hands but mm-hmm. like get a nice like glob onto the um onto the burnt cookie yep sort of wave it near the entrance mm-hmm. to the to the beehive and then like load it up and fire it up the okay yeah up towards the top of the incline so they're like just about to crest yeah uh do you think you could i'm just wondering if he'd be able to hit it from here or if you need to just like haul ass with this thing with yeah. bees chasing you to get a better shot uh-huh actually you know uh, what okay so it. i'm i'm standing i'm i'm gauging it i'm sort of looking up yeah i'm like pulling back with my i've got my slingshot mm-hmm. i've got it sort of aimed up and i look over to like uh, Tacoma and Billy like and I sort of take a second to like look at them like is this a good idea and I'm like I think I can make your chances a little bit better and I pick him up oh yeah and then oh my and throw him up in the air yeah I throw him at at them fastball special yeah 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 yeah, yeah. big guy little guy classic move and then I whip him all right um 2d6 plus strength the classic maneuver Oh wait! At this point, yeah, I'm just clutching. I've just like I've I've get, yeah. once he picks me up, I'm like I'm just clutching. The bees onto the, are starting to swirl around. Yeah, you. I'm just holding yeah. the cookie. I've given up on. I've sort of I've dropped my. Actually, I've dropped the whole clipboard slingshot oh, okay. thing entirely, and I've just got mm-hmm. the yeah cookie in my hand because I realized what a ridiculous contraption. <laughs> yeah, totally. It is. <laughs> it was probably gonna break pretty soon. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eight. Uh, great. Um. You're going to be sound, up in the air. Sound, sounds like a rough landing. Yeah. It might hurt when you hit the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Here we go. They're pretty sturdy creatures. Yeah. They're enchanted. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. From what you've heard. He's enchanted. Yeah. Great. So yeah, you're, you're... I'm not a hundred percent sure what that means, but in my mind, I just go, I think he'll be fine. You're... This is my purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're soaring through the air. Yeah. So as you throw him, this cloud of fire bees that was sort of gathering and swirling around him follows in his wake like a like a slipstream it's like a pennant so it's just like a little man and a trail ribbon of bees soaring through the air um yeah wow, it's beautiful it is beautiful um and the smell is oh mm, delicious uh so you see the cart right in front of you and you've got your chance i go to glom it on to like the cart so um you're gonna you can stick it in on this cart but you're probably gonna have to stick it like in the cart uh-huh. which means you're gonna be in the cart okay yeah sure so yeah you um you hit the back of this cart and mm-hmm. you slam it onto the inside yep and the fire bees come with you 
mm-hmm. and they start stinging the shit out of everything <laughs> that is here. And um, the raccoons are sort of like, bah, 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 bah. and you you get stung as well. Yeah, several times. Okay, uh, give me a d6 for the bees. Yeah, just roll it. Uh, that's a one that's a one so you take one point of damage but you also start smoking a little bit okay as does everything else in the cart um and yeah so you see uh grimsby fly off into the woods and the cart and he's gone he doesn't you don't see him pop back up you get to the top and you see them having a bit of trouble the cart slowed down quite a bit because now even the big raccoon is being stung by the bees a little bit and it's being dragged and it's being dragged by one wheel and everything's kind of starting to smoke a little bit and there's a bunch of glowing bees surrounding it um but that's the scene that you arrive at what do you do Uh, i want to get grimsby back uh you could probably you can catch up to it without having to roll i imagine it's sort of it's not even it's trying to get off the road now okay yeah i'm running i'm running up to grab grimsby Mm-hmm. yeah great so you get up to the cart and um there's a couple smoking raccoons and uh the whole cart has stopped at this point actually mm-hmm. like it gets a little bit further it goes off the track and it hits a ditch there's like a little hole in a log and one of the wheels shatters and the cart's being dragged and it hits the side of, of a tree and now the big raccoons just sort of extricated itself mm-hmm. from this cart and it's roaring which is weird for a raccoon and it's like smacking it itself and pawing the ground Whoa. and trying to get the bees off. Uh, and then it sees you guys and it's just like, and it's uh, getting ready to attack. She looked kind of bad for the raccoon. Do you want to try and parlay with it? Um, <laughs> how? That's a great question. Um, Do you have anything oh, in your inventory I that have... might golden root mm-hmm. um okay yeah i could yeah so i'm gonna put a bit of golden root on my hands on your hands well no is wait because i have to touch them and then uh, let they, him eat my hands yeah they, you either have to apply it to them or oh, they have my... to ingest it or uh something like that and something they eat or drink like it just takes time Bite okay hands off um never mind i'm not gonna put on my hands just feed my hands to the raccoon <laughs> Um, are Wait. there any like cookies lying about? Oh yeah, there's like a cart full of them. Okay, Do you so have, like, I grab. A slingshot? No, I don't think so. Oh. No, um... but he's good at throwing stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna smear some of this golden root on one of the cookies. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna throw it. Wait, should I give it to him? Should I walk up to the raccoon? It's or... pretty aggressive. Okay, right now. I'm gonna try to throw it at the, ra- into, <laughs> the his raccoon. Mouth? into his mouth. Um. Yeah. Okay, so that'll be a volley. Okay. And uh, you get a plus one to throwing stuff, which I forgot to account for with the throwing knife before. So it's 2d6 plus dexterity plus one. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, 11. 11, okay. So it is, um, like, a, it's like a cartoon where it's like on the ground, it's like, and then it goes like, and it opens its mouth and the cookie just goes, nope, <laughs> right into its mouth and it kind of chews and swallows. Um, and then it has a few moments where it's standing on its hind legs. And uh, I'm just imagining this big, stupid raccoon. <laughs> this thing's so dumb. <laughs> but uh, and then it sort of 
shuffles back and forth on its two hind feet and then it slams down on its front paws and it looks like it's calming down quite a bit but the small raccoons oh they're so mad uh Mm. so it's at this point grimsby and like tuck you find grimsby in the back of the cart being stung by bees and there's raccoons what do you do uh, I br- can I can I like scoop him up and brush the bees off and put him in my beard? Is <laughs> he's, that possible? He's a little big. He's bigger than Billy is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, are you okay? No. Is he okay? Oh. What do I see? You see a small knobbly potato man uh, that's got several welts and bee bumps. Is that what they're called? <laughs> can you walk? Yeah. Can you fight? I'd rather not. <laughs> okay, well, I'll take that into account with all of my future decisions. Uh, just get on my shoulders for now. <laughs> I'm going to run for help if that's okay. Okay, do that mm. then. Yeah. So I like head off back towards the... Yeah, great. You know. So yeah, you run back and uh, there's a ton of raccoons and a ton of elves mm-hmm. and they're all kind of scrapping it up. Yep. And... Uh, but the ra- the raccoons are starting to, starting to be shoved off because yep. they think that Oh, we got away mm-hmm. with some of the loot. Yeah. That's what we were looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some of them have fled. Some of the more aggressive ones have stuck around to yeah. scrap. Because I need to get some steam yeah. before the bees burn up all the cookies. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. The bees are like the cart is smoking. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's a great that's a great point. So you see Gary and he's um, got his thing and he's holding it like a baseball bat mm-hmm. and he's swinging it at a raccoon. Yeah. That's climbed on top of one of the bee boxes. Mm-hmm. Gary, get up here. I've, no, I'm, you, I use sen- seniority okay. I'm here. Um, what's the leverage? Uh, it's time to save Charles Eve. It's a pretty good leverage, actually, Yeah, <laughs> for an elf. So he's like swinging at the raccoon. He's like, he looks at you. It's like, I've been looking for a raise. Get up here. <laughs> and he swings it really hard and brains the raccoon. And it falls off the box. And he hustles up with his, with his spray box, with his uh, spray can. And he just... He's like, what do you need, boss? And I, I'm like, the wagon. And he goes, oh, the cookies. <laughs> and he runs, flap, 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 because they have yeah, long flap. shoes. Mm. They have long shoes. Okay. They go like, flap, 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 flap. Yeah. And he starts spraying the bees. And um, yeah, the smoke starts dying down, and the bees stop glowing, and their flames die a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the cookies are mostly safe. There's a couple singed bags, but not as many losses as you would ex- have thought. Yep. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Billy, Billy, the big raccoon is calmed down. Okay, I'm going to make, I don't know how to communicate with this thing, but I'm going to try to like do a bunch of weird big sign language uh-huh. and like be like, um, and try to direct it towards its own raccoons mm-hmm. <laughs> to fight the raccoons. Oh, okay. Is that not allowed? No, that's fine. Or uh, I could, or I could see if it could like gather its raccoons and run away yeah okay give me a 2d6 uh dexterity or charisma dexterity uh nine nine that's a lot higher than i would have expected i know (laughs) (laughs) um so you see the raccoon with its like giant head look at you and it looks at the raccoons who are like burnt and singed and like kind of yipping and they don't really want to fight anymore either. And the cookies are being like protected now by Tacoma and the elves. And he's uh, the raccoon snuffles a bit, and then it looks you in the eyes. And I look it in the eyes. Yeah. And then I just make a big gesture to like go away, 
and I feel like our souls connect because I haven't broken eye contact. Yeah. He, he sheds a big tear. Yeah. You, and I shed a tear. And in your head. And in my head, I hear his voice and he says, Brother, I am so tired. And I say, Brother, it is time to go. And it nods its big head and a single tear falls from its eye mm-hmm. into its patchy not patchy it's like thick gray fur and uh it makes like a like a loud bellowing roar and the singed raccoons pull themselves out of the cart and trundle off into the woods and uh you hear scritching and scratching behind you near towards the pit as uh dozens of raccoons climb up out of the hole and they all slowly walk past you mm-hmm. and sort of nod as they pass by. I take my hood down in a respectful salute mm-hmm. and I salute them. <laughs> oh, have you been, you've been wearing the raccoon skin this whole well, time. It was the oh, squirrel was it, skin. Right, it was squirrel yeah. skin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, you, they, um, are, you know, some of the raccoons are carrying injured raccoons Aww. over their shoulders and they all walk off into the woods. Wow. Yeah. And Reebok, with a few of the elf security forces, comes up and Linda's with him. And Reebok comes up to you, Grimsby. He's like, Grimsby, what the hell happened? (laughs) I don't know, but uh, I got to say these visitors performed admirably and so did Gary here. (laughs) (laughs) Gary, nice job, my boy. Reebok, it's uh, going to be a tough charles eve but uh i think we're gonna pull through here i think i think if we keep our nose to the grindstone we'll be in good shape you know just keep our eyes on the goal and synergy yeah teamwork mm-hmm. profits of course as the, always the motto of the elves <laughs> what is a grind what's grindstone <laughs> grindstone is a stimulant um <laughs> 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 You guys are all on drugs? If we had the help of... uh... Not drugs. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a drug. Enchantments. (laughs) 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 And and Reebok Reebok says, um, you know, it it could be a tough Charles Eve, but if we had the help of a big scrapping lad and a small creative boy... We yeah. might just be able to meet He's our margins. Halfling. He's a halfling. He's both. Yeah, a halfling boy. He's a halfling boy. It's a, a boy who's boy. a halfling. You what? understand this is a child. Yeah. What? Yeah. What are you, eight? About, I think. Yeah. I'm like Billy, eight, somewhere between like eight and like four and like 40. Oh. Like eight. <laughs> Wait, you're, you're saying it's not your child? No, I... I thought it was a man. I met him in like on the road, and I asked him if he wanted to come on a quest. Do you have parents? No. Okay, well, I didn't kidnap anyone. Anyway. None cool? of our business, <laughs> okay. I say. If you want to stick around and help, you'd be doing the children and the families of this region a great service. It'd be the best Charles Eve ever. Um... Okay, uh, there's not as part of this. Yeah. Uh, are 
is this going to be released around Christmas? Because we could just make this a Christmas episode where we stay and make cookies. Oh my god, that'd be such a good idea. That's pretty cute. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want. Yes, I like but, that. Mm, yeah, but after Charles Eve, we're going back to adventuring. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then they all lived happily ever after. Until the adventures. And yeah. then things Stay got after much Charles worse. Eve, maybe even until Sundip, and then we're off. You know? <laughs> Sundip. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So if you want to stick around and help with the cookies, you'd be doing the children of this land and the families. You'd be doing the children and families of this land a great service on Charles Eve. I look at Billy and I say, well, we have a lot to sort through, but what do you say we do it here? I still, I'm still feeling a little emotional. So I have some light tears in my eyes. I say, yeah, I feel like our business is here. Just until Charles Eve, though. Yeah. And then we're fucking out of here. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, Reebok, after Charles Eve, I think I might take a bit of a sabbatical. Go see the world. Maybe clerk at another colony for a little while. Well, I hate to see you go, Grimsby. But I love to see you walk away. <laughs> Happy Charles Eve, everyone. <laughs> that's a pretty good That's a pretty good <laughs> what, what a dumb show. <laughs> what a dumb fucking podcast. What a dumb enter entertainment product. <laughs> Oh, wait, we wait, can... I have an idea. Oh, I mean, okay. like, wait, 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 wait. My idea was for you to do like that classic Christmas special. We don't even have to release this around Christmas. It doesn't <laughs> no. be no, hilarious we if we release a Christmas special in April. Like that's yeah, the funniest that's a, thing. That is very funny. Uh, but There's like the gift giving yeah, segment. Where it's, yeah, where you, where you do like the classic narration at the end where you're like, Tacoma and Billy stayed with the elves in their factory. All the way to Charles Eve, staying until Sundip next year. It's not that long. It's like a week. It's like regular Christmas. The difference between Christmas and New Year's. Sundip is New Year's. And they exchanged gifts on Charles Eve for the first time. Billy gave Tacoma a leather wrist strap, but it was too big. So Billy chewed it down a little bit. And then it fit just right. Where'd you find a strap of leather, by the way? Where'd this leather strap come from? I have sources. <laughs> <laughs> and Tacoma gave to Billy. Uh, I skinned one of the dead raccoons. Oh, my God. And I gave him the skinned body of the raccoon. Wow. And to Grimsby, Tacoma and Billy gave... Uh, we could give him, like, a nice pair of socks, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Don't worry Wait, about it. I have it. I have Don't it. Don't worry no, about it, it, guys. I got it. No, I insist. I get it. Okay. No, I want oh, you to you have. Oh, you shouldn't have. I want you to have. No, this no, no. Here, and I'm trying to force the album that I was carrying <laughs> on him. You have to take it. Oh, but you were gonna get signed. I don't care. You I... need to give it to that armless guy you're talking about. No, man, this is for you. I couldn't possibly. You take it. To You've the already guy. given me a sense of individuality, and that's more than anyone can ask. 
I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> I'll take the album. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it was their first Charles Eve, and it was their best Charles Eve. Merry Charles Eve, everyone, and to all a good night. I've got I've got a gift for them. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> backing it up a little bit. Yeah. I know I'm going to be on the road after this, and so are you guys. And uh, maybe if you ever, if you ever really need something, if you ever really need something, uh, my name's uh, Barsgrim. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. So, I mean, now that you know that, it doesn't work all the time, but it's a little easier to find me. Do we just say it? Well, I'd prefer you don't. How do we find you then? I mean, not in front of other people. But like, if we did need to find Like in private. It's an enchantment. What does that mean? It's an, if you, (sighs) (laughs) oh, I I get it. (laughs) Oh, you're such a kidder, Tacoma. And to Tacoma and Billy, Grimsby gave gave the gift of, esoteric arcane rules (laughs) the finest and most confusing gift of all and another charles eve came and went like the wind on a winter's night merry charles eve and to all a good night